Northwest Christian School Online provides online Christian education for any students ranging from kindergarten to 10th grade. The tuition is fully covered through the state of Arizona's ESA program and is affordable for families out of state. You can count on NCS Online for a rigorous, proven online program that establishes a robust biblical worldview for all students. For more information, go to ncsonline.org. That's ncsonline.org. It is a civil war, a rebellion, that we are living in a part of the universe occupied by the rebel. But God is ultimately for us. And don't worry about the rest. He's got the rest sorted out. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Monday, September 25th, wow. and you are joining us mid-conversation. Yes. We are <laughs> mid-conversation. Already, the conversation is rolling, and we are having a wonderful time because we are welcoming into the International Podcasting Headquarters of Kingdom yes. Culture Conversations our very good friend, Cheryl Mitchell. Cheryl, welcome. Thank you. Yeah, it's so good to see you. you. You look great. Thank you. I feel great. Awesome. I feel great. I feel positive. I'm loving my purpose right now. I'm loving that Sutton is, we're, it kind of caught up on me a little bit because I missed a couple weeks of getting to catch up. We'll and give, all we'll of a sudden I found out Tuesday yeah. or Wednesday we have a chapel already. Yeah. And it's exciting for me. That yeah. we're right there and that it's coming that fast. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna define the Sutton project in just moments, but the Sutton project has been a huge part of your ministry and you have been a huge part of Sutton. Um, yeah. so it is so good, Cheryl, to have you here and invested in it. It's so cool. I don't think anything could keep you from it, frankly. No, I not now. No, yeah. <laughs> I'm back. I will. I always did, but now I'm like, until I'm, I'm done. I will still be doing this, and it might look a little different, but I will still be a part of well, it. It's because, convicting to hear you say that. I hope that's true of all of us. You know, when you look back at what the Sutton Project, how it started, it started from a teacher friend of mine who wasn't sure if she was time to lose, not lose, but to leave Northwest Christian School. Mm -hmm. And so she went and looked at J.B. Sutton School. They offered her a job. Mm -hmm. And she came back and she told Ernie Molina, who was still at Agua Fria, and we're taking boxes to Agua Fria yeah. now, <laughs> people that are still there, um, he was her high school principal. Yes. Yeah. So she he she came over and she said, I feel like it's not time for me to be done at Northwest, but there's something for me to do at J.B. Sutton. And Ernie said, it doesn't have to be both. It can be. And that's how it started. And he went and said, what do we need to do? And of course her, if you know her, she jumped Kate Estes, in. we're talking to yeah. you. We're yeah. talking Kate to Estes, you. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, choir yeah. teacher, student she, council teacher, Kate Estes. Friend. She rallies these students and starts bringing in food and toys and all kinds of things. I wasn't even in student council at the time, but my friend said, we're doing this. And I'm like, I'm here. And there's a lot of people that did that, that they joined in. And to think about how many boxes we had, I had written it down. I think it's 150. Yeah, the first year, 150, completely organic, completely. And it was hard. Oh. It was, it was. hard. <laughs> it was. 
It was really hard. And then to do 500 toys, it was hard. And it the kids jumped into it and they pulled it, but it, it was difficult to pull in yeah. that much money. But I think what you and Kate did that was so special is it didn't start from administration. This oh, wasn't no. a top-down. Yeah. This yeah. was no. a student-led. Yes. It was initially Kate. Yeah. It was Kate right. and student yeah. council. It, yeah. yeah. And then you Absolutely. and others, Molina, it, Motown is the kids called them, <laughs> right, came in and just yeah. saw this thing ignite. Yeah. It was pretty cool. And yeah. another person who is involved in that still to this day was the original principal, Marco, Marco. Reese. Marco. Yes. Yep. And he has now moved. He was at Sutton. He moved to Fowler. And now he is at the Cartwright District. And I just talked to him at the beginning of the semester. I'm like... I don't see your name on this. And so he called me and he wants, he loves that our kids are a part of his kids. Mm -hmm. He doesn't, he'll be appreciative of whatever their families get, but he likes those relationships with those kids. Gee, isn't that, you, you talk about Father Greg Boyle. He, how does he describe service? Well, it's not, uh, it's not serving one another, it's being one with the other. Kinship. Being one with somebody. Yeah. Yeah, And that's kind of like. Food goes away. I Absolutely. mean, toys break within Absolutely. a week. But I think a bigger thing with Sutton is taking students from here down to play, yeah. help with homework. Mm-hmm. Um, just be not just it's not there, there's not a, a, a big separation. It's they're they're together. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is a beautiful thing that Marco would notice. And Samantha we've had Marco Maskin. at a couple chapels over the years yeah. too. Yeah. Just uh, he's been on the podcast before. But oh, Samantha, yeah, do you yeah. mind defining for our listeners? What is, we've been talking about the Sutton Project in glowing terms. What is the Sutton Project? Yeah, Cheryl and I were talking a little bit last night. And I mean, you've heard me say this before, but one of my favorite Mother Teresa quotes is, you know, I I alone cannot change the world, but I can cast a a pebble in a pond and create many ripples. And I feel like what a great definition Mm -hmm. of kind of what this project, when we, for those of us that have been involved from the get-go, and to see like all the ripples, even like we were talking last night of stories that have has come up over the years that are like, wow, I, it it moved a person this way, moved a person that way. It's just it's ripples that we we didn't even have them all documented. Mm-hmm. Um, but what we're currently like where it's grown over the years is um, we started with those 150 boxes. Now it's 1,500 boxes, so not 15 1,500 years meals. Ago, Kate Estes. Yeah. No, more than 15. Was it? Or was it, never mind. I won't look at my Whatever notes. it was. Yeah, Whatever it is. Sometime it is ago. No, it is 15. Kate Estes, yep. Kate Estes goes I down to J.B. Sutton. And she had a heart. She had a heart for inner city ministry. She sure did. And, and yeah. as you indicated, Motown told her, hey, it doesn't have to be one or the other. It no. can be Northwest Christian and inner city ministry. Absolutely. And so she gave, she gave the start to something that has grown pretty special. But yeah. it, it went from 125 boxes yeah. or 150. To 1,500 now. And yeah. each box serves a family of four. So there's four meals inside each box. At Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Then we do gifts for three schools, three schools at minimum. Again, there's some ministries. And right now we're partnering with about 14 schools slash ministries because of how much it's grown. Um, and not only, I mean, our desire is to... Like I think about, you know, young life and how, again, the ripples of kids that have gone through here and now they're in other schools helping. This is mission fulfillment for us, right, is for us to inspire kids and for us to create opportunities for them so that they understand that the Great Commission for all of us is sharing the gospel. No matter what your job is, what your profession is, 
we are called to serve others. And this really does show that project. It's inspired, like think about how many students that we've had at Butler that worked in the, the special ed room um, yes. and how like I'm going into special education as a, as a teacher now because when I was in high school, yes. I got to volunteer in that room, not just with boxes and gifts, but also when there are days that we have service days, we'll take kids down. We're going to take 40 kids down um, in just a few weeks here. It'll be a combination of middle and high schoolers. So, you know, just it was it's playing with kids for us to just show up and say, it's what do you kinship. need? It it's is. the kinship. Yeah, it is. Yeah, these are it is. Yeah, it's it's amazing. And it so is. so 15 years or so ago, is, you're right. we started with 125 <laughs> boxes and... It started with Thanksgiving food boxes. Mm -hmm. It eventually grew to include Christmas and Actually, all of these year services. One, yeah. Yeah. yeah, year one, it <laughs> yeah. was it was for we should also the do one this. school. It was toys and it was food and toys. Mm -hmm. So sure, it, every year this thing has grown. Every yes. yeah, every year. And and two things happen every year. Number one, God surprises us in every some way. Time. Yes. And then number two. This has been, as we indicated earlier, this has been a student-led initiative. This ignites first in the hearts of students and then catches all of us up to it eventually. But can you talk about that? What What is it, do you think, that causes this thing to grow every year? Well, you know, I look back and I see every year it's it's basically been student council, but it's different kids that have pulled in. And the kids that that push on that Emily Garcia mm. um Emily uh Lauren McGoffna they were mm. critical at that time yeah. these kids Bryce yes they were Jones, they yeah. were always somebody different that came through mm. and now it's Mailey Yoder mm. and Charlie Lopez yes. and these different Data people yeah. and student council are so busy they are the busiest kids on campus and yet they take that time to make sure this is coming too. Um, also, our middle school, they are critical to this. They serve, they love to go play with those students and we want to get them down more. And they bring some energy that when our student council can be exhausted because we're doing homecoming, yeah. they can pull some of this together and do it. Um, and our littles. We've had little kids come before that somebody decided he was going to do all his um, money that he had, and he went and bought candy candy bars, and then he went neighbor to neighbor and sold those because he wanted to give his own money. And these littles do this too. Mm -hmm. Hadley Joe, I want to see her down on the yes, yes. football field doing something. What are you going to do? Mm -hmm. To it's easy to have parents to just help, but where? as the passion for these little kids. What are they going to yeah. do? Yeah. And I can't wait to see where that's going this time because I think this started out, it was supposed to start out rougher because we wanted it to. We felt like we need a challenge. Mm -hmm. I didn't mean the challenge that we ended up with. Um, and I didn't end up with... Understatement. Right yeah, <laughs> I didn't end up that. No. But our community didn't change what it was and they met the need mm -hmm. of what was happening then and now they're not done with Sutton. It's just continuing yeah. to go on. Yeah. And to me, it was overwhelming to me to see the Northwest community, what they have pulled together. Yeah. And it is going to be an, an amazing 
season this time to bring in food and toys. Yep. For and these we did kids. increase our, our financial goal. Um, it was 25000 for a number of years because we're buying, we do a turkey voucher. When we first started the project, we were bringing frozen turkeys, but we understood really quickly yes. the logistics <laughs> of that for scalability. Like we don't have a freezer big enough for, no, for 1,500 turkeys. But so we, we've gone with turkey vouchers and um, which just allows them, you know, to go to a store and, and get turkey vouchers or whatever. But we increased that goal to 30,000 um, because, again, needs pop up that we didn't predict. Um, but I think like even that good point that you're making is that we want to inspire kids to let God use them and to come up with these stories. Like if we just say this is just a project we do, we are we're 100 percent funded by grants. We, we have plenty of people that give generously out of grants and things like that, which is is remarkable. Um, but we really do want students inspired to come up with stories, how God has used them, because that's how they increase their faith and grow in their faith. Yes. Um, and we've seen that happen so many times over the years. Huh? Well, that's, oh, it is. that's one of my favorite things about this thing. When my kids were little, my kids are grown now. But I remember when they were like second grade, hey, get your wallet, get your wallet. Yeah. Guys, we're going to go to Walmart and, and you're going to buy some some corn. And then they would do that. And then I got to teach them, hey, this is why we're doing this. Yeah. Then eventually they got to go down and they got to yeah. see where that corn is going. And that, again, like you said, Ms. Mess, and it just inspires. So, yeah. um, and, and so if, you, if you're a parent, uh, just do that. With, this is bigger than, again, as we said, bigger than corn and green beans. Mm. It's, uh, it's lives that matter. Yeah. And, well, the and there are some yeah. fundamental Christian disciplines that we love to talk about. Sure. You know, we love to talk about things like Bible study, church attendance, yeah. youth group. Those, those, those things are relatively easy. But there are some other spiritual disciplines that come a little bit harder, fasting, for example, or sacrificial giving. And we are entering into a season in which the ultimate sacrificial gift, God's own son, Jesus, was given to us as our model. And so in this moment, we have the opportunity to model for our students. And when I say we, I'm not just saying we as faculty, as administration. I'm saying families have the opportunity To model, and this is what you're talking mm-hmm. about, G, to model to students, hey, let's go to the grocery store. Mm-hmm. Let's personally provide one or two of those thousand cans of corn that we're going to need to make this thing come to fruition and allow students to be part of that. And what happens, we've seen this time and time again, is that it shapes their hearts That's in remarkable absolutely. ways. Cheryl, yeah. as you absolutely. as you look back on all these years that you have been part of this project, that you've led this project, what are some of your best memories? One of my favorite memories, and I just just hit the other day, uh, we were talking about it. We had the pod, pods being picked up to move. The, the storage. Yeah. The storage yeah. storage food. And, and, and a man came and he said, I'm moving these. He goes, "The I was one of these students. They got mm. these food boxes. Yeah. And that was so cool to me. Mm-hmm. I wrote down some, whether I can come up with them right now. We might talk about those a little bit later. Sure. Um, seeing the students that want to go with us to drop off food. Yeah. That is probably the most important. Sure. Can I go? Can I pass out the boxes? Can I help with that? I love when our family wants, our kids want to, to do it, our parents. the recipients. And what's amazing is when our kids see kids that don't seem right. that much different than them yep. in need. Right. And they, they're part of the solution. But they come, what we do is after school is out, 
usually we'll bring the boxes down there and we pass them so that our kids see the community. But it's not really sometimes some of the students come and help us. Sure. But it's more that we want our families to join us. Let's go help pass out those boxes. Mm -hmm. Let's help us drive some kids down to help Mm -hmm. with this. Let's help us to have kids go and play with in the on the playground with some of these kids. Some of those things, they don't happen all at the same time. They right. vary. And with service projects now, and there's so many that we do that we have so many involved. And I was excited when we were thinking, how many kids can we take down there? Do we have enough buses? And I said, you know what? We've got these moms mm-hmm. that their kids were in this project and they're joining us this semester mm-hmm. to come and let us take some kids down there. They don't even have kids here anymore, mm-hmm. yeah. but they know the purpose yeah. to what this was. And that was excited for me recently to just say, all I got to do is talk to a couple of these moms and here they are. And they're willing to drive a bus down there and let us take some students because we have other things going on and we need to make some spots for those too. So Samantha, as this episode hits the air or gets published, we're going to be starting the journey for this year's Sutton Project. Can you walk us through, if I'm a new family Mm -hmm. to Northwest Christian, or perhaps I'm listening to King of Culture Conversations (laughs) and I have no idea what what Northwest Christian (laughs) is, but my heart is being tugged by the Sutton Project. What do these next several weeks and months hold for this community? How can how can we get involved? Yeah, the best thing to do is just to keep watching the week at a glance. Communication-wise, the week at a glance is something we make sure that because we've committed to like real-time updates and things like that um, being posted there. So the the Sutton reminders, like the kind of save the date introdu- introduction of the project, we started at the end of September because we actually start planning the first week of school for Sutton, those of us that are working closely behind the scenes because we have to, to in order to get it all done in it's time. A lot. It is, especially yeah. because the, our remarkable spirit week is always around the same time that we're <laughs> collecting. So we want to make sure that, you know, the communication is solid, but watching the week at a glance. So, um, you know, the initial story went out when in the spotlight um, when you did that at the end of September, but then the reminders of how people can get involved have been in the week at a glance this last week um, in elementary school. Because what happens is each grade actually brings in a certain um, product, a food item. And then in secondary, they donate money toward our turkey voucher purchase. Uh, turkey vouchers, plus we have to rent U-Hauls. We have to rent pods for storage. Um, so lots of expenses that go along with it. But the best thing to do would just be to watch the spot or watch the, the week at a glance. And the, But last week, I mean, it's been it's been in there for weeks at this point by the time this hits. Um, but yeah, see what, you know, whatever grades your kids are in and see what, what item, what food item they can bring. Um, we like to communicate ahead of time. So if people want to take advantage of some of the sales that come for holiday time. Well, what um, about secondary students? So secondary yeah. students don't bring in food items. What money, they do is yeah. a little bit different. Yeah. So money and a turkey voucher is $25. So we encourage each kid to bring in $25 for, uh, for those turkey vouchers. Um, and again, and to cover some of the expenses that are over and above the turkey vouchers, which is so that is a $30,000 goal. Now, mm. parents and kids and teachers, everyone in the community lo- community loves this, but we will take the Monday off after Thanksgiving break if we can hit our goal by November 9th. Now, that's an early time to hit our goal, but we have that Friday off, the 10th off. Um, mm. And then in order for us, yeah, to be able to get um, everything packed and delivered in a way that 
that suits the schools and the other ministries that we're delivering to. As I said before, there are 14 this year. Um, So that's a lot of logistics and moving pieces, but we've got to be done by the night. And then just to say thank you and hopefully to celebrate, um, we'll take that Monday off. And I, and also I want to add something like we, we've talked a lot about the why is so important that we do this. We rely on parents and teachers and everybody to help communicate that this, this is like the, the beauty of this project. We, we talk about the parts of, of the body and ministry and how, you know, scripture will compare kind of every body part having its purpose. This is really a project that the scope is so big. Yes, it is. It takes everyone to pull it off. Um, And then, and we've seen that over and over because it's just so big. So, you know, prayers to say, you know, how is God moving in, in everybody's heart and anyone's heart? And if they feel inspired in particular, this, again, we want to offer a ton of things, right? Our, our missions learning partners are exhaustive for that reason. There's something for everybody. Um, but maybe this is something that is speaking to your heart or inspiring, you know, your student. Um, and we've, we just, we don't feel nervous because we feel like we've seen God show up over and over again. Um, and we know that even we've increased those goals, but I have no doubt that, that everything will come to fruition in, in perfect timing. And I feel like there will be somebody who says, I want to do something to bring this in, not just hand out the money, but like yeah. rally our alumni mm-hmm. to come back and join that or a little kid of how I'm going to bring in that extra, but make it more than just what we ask. Well, not just what we ask because we ask a lot, but for what they're giving, somebody is going to come up and say, I want to try this. I want to do yeah. something yeah. different. Yeah. And that's what I love is to see mm-hmm. them come up with something else. The, yes. the, the kids, mm-hmm. the yes. students, whether they're five or whether they're ready to graduate, what is it that they're going to bring? And then when they leave here, what are they still going to continue to bring? And what is the passion of having the project that's been in their lives for how many years. Yep. And nothing is too small. We've tried to really plug that mm-hmm. because we know we're working with kids of all ages and people with all different means and nothing is too small. No. I mean, you give from your heart and that's that's all that matters, but um you know, nothing's too small. It's not. Well, Cheryl, as we close out this episode, how can we pray for this project? I mean, you I think you've spent more time on your knees probably than any of us in preparation for this project. How can we pray for this project? How can we pray for you? I feel like we need to be praying what what is our purpose of what we're doing this time for mm-hmm. this project? What are we doing? What is it beyond just bringing the food? Yeah. But what else are we doing in the lives of these communities, not just ours? God has opened the door in our community this over these last three weeks, I've seen a, a community that I didn't know how giving and loving they were. I knew they, I knew they were. You know, sure. you know they are. But to see what they do, and they're still continuing through this well, Cheryl, project. Cheryl, in no small part, you contributed to raising up a generation oh, of givers at yeah. Northwest Christian School. It's just and who, so it's humbling, shouldn't surprise right? you. It is very humbling. No. Yeah. And I very don't humbling. feel anything special about this and i made this comment you might not want me to say it out loud but um 
I t- when I was Is going there, I was talking to them. Never stopped me. No, I told my mom and dad I was talking to them about this, and I said I was an okay teacher. I've taught kindergarten. I've taught fifth grade. I've taught sixth grade. I said I was an okay teacher. I was not a fabulous teacher, but I loved well. And I think that was why I was at Northwest, because these kids, I loved these kids. And I told my mom and dad, I go, this is because of you. You love people. I wasn't here because I was the great teacher. I was here because now, I was here. I know no, there are yeah, about she was a, a gajillion, great teacher too. A gajillion <laughs> alumni that would have my head if I didn't stop this conversation <laughs> right now and say exactly what yeah. they're thinking. Yeah, and but that's if I didn't you. make them... This you are the definition <laughs> yeah. of a great teacher. Well, Your it's greatness not just is about, defined I mean, by. But it wasn't about all the academic portion. No, it, no. That's what I mean. Sometimes we focus because we have to. We're a school, yeah, and we focus on it. And I feel like I was able to love on kids and maybe give them a little bit of a break every now and then to just be who they need to be right then and love. So. Anyway. Love yeah, it. that's a uh, that's amazing. You gave time, lots of time, yeah. and I love and I'm going to continue. I'm Absolutely. not done. Yeah. I thought I was done no. at Northwest, <laughs> of course not. And I'm not. I'm not. I'm back. Amen. So, Amen. Well, folks, as we conclude this episode, uh, the show notes will give you all the links that you need. Uh, go to the website. If you're somebody that's unaffiliated with Northwest Christian School, go to our website on the uh, giving tab. There is a link to the Sutton Project. If you are part of the Northwest Christian community, every Sunday about 5 p.m., the week at a glance comes out, and there will be plenty of information, as Samantha indicated, uh, in terms of how you can invest yep. your family yep. in the Sutton Project and see hearts form in, in much the same way as we're describing today. Yeah. So, folks, thank you for thank you, thank you thank for you. listening, Cheryl. Thank from you. The bottom of my heart, thank you. Thank you. It's it's been this has been good for me. Yeah. This is I'm glad to be back here, and forgetting about what else is going on in my life mm-hmm. right now, but to be here with you guys and these students and doing this project right now. Mm. So, Amen. Amen. love it, folks. Thanks. Take care. Northwest Christian School has made Biblical Worldview online courses available to all high school students for transcript credit, regardless of whether they attend public school, private school, charter school, or homeschool. Frameworks is an exciting new initiative utilizing the learning management system of Grand Canyon University. For more information, visit BibleClassesForPublicSchools.com.